Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another daily podcast here on Aloha Android for you guys. And so we got uh, we got a little bit of news to talk about today. Uh, experiences with the Pixel Buds, as I'm doing extensive coverage on this thing, and I do want to inform you guys that there was a recent issue found with the Pixel Buds. And so, yeah, I'm just getting straight to business right now. So um, here it goes. Pixel Buds having audio connection issues. No, Google, no. This cannot be. Why? Why, Google? I am dead serious. I have high hopes for the Pixel Buds. I've always had high hopes for the Pixel Buds. I finally have them in my possession. They are working great with my Pixel 2. I am currently using them right now to record audio for this podcast. But there is an issue with them. And this is in conjunction with pairing with Pixel 3s. Now, some people in the Google forums have stated that it is also an issue with Pixel 4s and 4XLs, but I've only seen about two posts that talk about that within the issue thread. The rest of them, everybody is posting the issue that they're finding and that they are Pixel 3 owners. And so I'm not entirely sure if this is just a Pixel 3 device itself. Is it a firmware bug that some Pixel Buds are experiencing and I just happen to be one of the unlucky ones that has gotten a pair of them? Because it is a lot of back and forth. And you know what? Like, I am a Pixel guy. I am a Google guy. I've made this very well known. But I will not... I will not sweep under the rug any type of crap like this. And in this case, this is crap. <laughs> so, And I'm not saying the Pixel Buds are crap. I'm saying the issue is crap. Okay, the Pixel Buds still has a mass amount of potential, and that I will never take away from it. And in that, I will tell anybody who's like, should I get a pair? Should, is, is it going to be dope? Yes, it is going to be. I mean... There are some shortcomings with the Pixel Buds. Some people have basically called that out. Um, and I agree to a certain extent. But I also think that people are being very crucial about Google products, which is the second half of this podcast today. We will talk about that here in a little bit. But I want to continue focusing on the Pixel Buds and the issues that's going on with the Pixel Buds. Um, and so let me describe what actually happens, okay? And I do notice that this kind of happens with my Pixel 2. Uh, I do have them currently paired to my Pixel 2 right now, and it's, they've actually held up quite well as far as maintaining a constant connection. But um, I am noticing here and there that the left side, the left earbud, tends to fail at connection every now and then. And so here's my findings with the Pixel Buds so far. So one of the things that I absolutely notice, and this is really strange, I'll have both paired to my device. I'll have both in my ear at the same time. They start off at 100% battery on each bud, as in the Pixel Buds app, you can open it and see the, the battery uh, strength of each component. So it'll tell you the left bud's battery life, the right bud, and then the case's battery life. And I've noticed that the right bud seems to drop battery power a lot faster than the left side one. So I could start them off at the same time and after 30 minutes the right side pixel bud will be like at 68% and the left side will be at 81% which is kind of crazy that one is dying faster than the other when I'm using both of them at the same time. Now the only thing that I can think of being a geek and a nerd that is causing this is that maybe 
the uh, the antennas within the buds to my device on the right side, maybe maybe failing just a little bit. And because that connection is failing, the bud is like increasing power to the antenna to try and hold that connection. Because that's something that's being overlooked that no one's really talking about. It's like, yes, these things pair using Bluetooth. Bluetooth, obviously a wireless connection. And for that reason, it requires an antenna in both earbuds to be able to connect to my device. And if one is constantly you know, getting a weak connection, it is going to send power to the antenna to enhance, to boost it so it maintains that connection. So I'm thinking that there might be a slight issue with the antennas, which I'm hoping not because that's a hardware issue. And that itself means that I would have to send the Pixel Buds back and get a replacement, which I'm not going to be too fond of doing and having to do that. Um, and it's a total bummer. But then at the same time, too, it could also be the devices themselves. Maybe they're not optimized for the Pixel Buds just yet. There's a whole lot of things that go into play here. But um, the main thing here that I'm really, really, really concerned about is the antennas themselves. This is one of the things that I'm really thinking about just because of what I'm finding and what I'm seeing with the Pixel Buds. I'm seeing one Bud's batteries die faster than the other. And it really shouldn't be like that. The only time that they would be like that is if you were using one only and not the other. And then you decided to pop the other one out of the case and pop it in your ear to use both of them. Then I can see one being drained more than the other one. But not when you're using them at the same time. When you take them out of the case at the same time and you use it for half an hour and one side is dying quicker than the other. So that's uh, some of my findings that I have reported to Google. I'm an avid person that when there's an issue with the Google product, I will send them feedback. I will let them know what's going on with it. I'm not going to go and just bash them for it on YouTube and on IGTV and other various platforms. I want these things to work solid. And the only way they're going to work solid is if I actually send them feedback and give them information along with the diagnostics so they can look through it, they can find out what's going on, because it may just be a specific batch of them, as other people in the Google forums have posted that it's working as it should. And one of the things that the Pixel Buds is you know, most known for right now is the ability to maintain a connection to your device being a football field length away from the device. And that's, you know, a lot of people were very skeptical when Google talked about that. And, you know, I can see why. I haven't tested that out yet, but I'm going to test that out today. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to put my phone in my car and I'm going to walk to the park, uh, to the opposite side of the park where the uh, mailbox is. And that should be about half a football field length. And hopefully, um, it still can maintain that connection. But considering the issues that I'm facing right now, I'm not sure if it's going to hold up and I'm still going to try. And um, I'm hoping that the issues that's going on with the connection is firmware related that could just be fixed with a software update, which they could push through through the Pixel Buds app. But um, surprisingly enough, with the issues that's happening, there is something that you know I was able to do, which allowed me to get a good connection in on the Pixel Three, and it lasted for about a good day before it started to redo the same issues again. Um, and that was that I went ahead and resetted the Pixel Buds. Now to do this, um, I had it plugged into the charger when I did this. So I don't know if that is a requirement to do so, but anyhow. Uh, when you open the Pixel Buds case with both buds in the dock, um, there is the pairing light that you see that 
flashes white when it's trying to pair. It's a solid white if it's connected. On the back of the Pixel Buds, there's a, there's a pair button. You have to hold that down for 30 seconds until it starts to pulse orange. When it pulses orange, it is resetting the Pixel Buds, kind of like, you know, doing like a like a factory reset on your Android device. And then at the same time on my Pixel 3, I went into settings, I went into uh, system, advanced, and then where it says reset, I went in and I resetted network connections. So not resetting the full device, just did a reset on the connection. So basically it resetted the LTE, it resetted Bluetooth, and it resetted Wi-Fi. And then I rebooted the phone. I did, uh, I repaired them back up again and it worked for a while. Now, another interesting thing that I saw is that the Pixel Buds app is available on my Pixel 2. Like there is an app icon in my app tray that has the uh, the Pixel Buds app. But on my Pixel 3, it has it because if I go into the Play Store and type in Pixel Buds and it shows me where to install it and I open it, it says it's already installed and that there's no update. But when I go into my app tray, the app is not present. So I'm also going to do a factory reset on my Pixel 3 this weekend. And come Monday, when I come back, I will let you guys know if um, that changes the dynamics of it. And I'm also going to share that in the Google support forums, see if everybody else can see the Pixel Buds app in there. Because I'm not sure if that could, you know, I know it sounds weird. Like, why would an app not being visible in the app tray be the issue? But maybe the app itself is not installed correctly. Maybe there's an issue with the installation. Um, we got to remember, Google silently pushed out the Pixel Buds app to all Pixel devices. And, you know, people were getting mad about that. Um, so that could be the issue. Uh, just a very stupid issue, but, you know, who knows? I'm going to do everything I can to try to figure this out. I mean, in my opinion, trying things like that, you know, is not stupid. It's just covering all bases before you can really narrow it down. But my big prayer is that it's not hardware related. So, yeah, pixel butt issues, go figure. Um, so, yeah, a brief word from the sponsor, and I'll be right back with the second half of this podcast. And we're back from that little brief little message. And, yes, guys, I am on Anchor, so I love using Anchor. But, anyhow, I want to talk something. I want to rant something right now. And I want to rant about how, you know, it's always overly critical when Google produces something google makes a phone it's overly critical you know they make wireless earbuds overly critical like everybody judges and and, and they judge it with a fine-tooth comb right like they got a a super intensified double bulger eye magnifying glass all over google when it comes to google and to me, that's quite annoying. I don't know if it is for you guys, but it is for me. And yes, I'm removing the fact that I like Pixels and I'm removing the fact that I like Google as, you know, their software, not their political point of view or any of those things. Okay, let me just kind of clarify that for those people out there. But man, and see, it gets frustrating because, you know, I see various companies like Samsung, LG, HTC, and all of them, they do these they do these similar mistakes and they get a pass. Like Samsung overprices their phones for what they're giving you. They get a pass. You know, um, they, you know, they just, they just do weird things. Uh, they, they, they implement a feature that's, you know, not useful or doesn't work right. They get a pass. But the moment that Google does that, and then everybody that reviews 
and I'm talking about the big time reviewers and the big time news publications. Anytime Google does something and it has that similar issue, they'll, oh, they're shut down so fast. Like, oh, how could they price their Pixel 4 at this price? Oh my gosh, the face unlock doesn't work right. They they don't get a pass. They're, people are overly critical and they judge them. And I'm like wondering why. Why is that? Like, for instance, big thing here. Apple does something, it gets a pass. Google does the same thing, it gets crapped on. It gets crapped on by a lot of people. Why is that? You know, and, and Apple's been doing it for a long time, so Apple has no excuse to be making judgmental errors and things like that. Google just started, what, five generations ago, technically. We're on the dawn of the Pixel 5, so that's why I'm saying five generations ago. Um, but, yeah, they've only been doing it for five generations. I mean, it, it, people got to stop saying, well... They did it longer because they had the Nexus. Like, no, the Nexus was not even that. The Nexus was a program where Google worked hand-in-hand hand with other OEMs to bring out a device that housed the next version of Android and allowed an OEM to build that hardware to show off the new version of Android. Google didn't have much of an input on the hardware as with the Pixel devices, Google had a lot of input on it. Sure, the first two generations were built by different OEMs. Uh, HTC basically manufacturing the Pixel 1, um, HTC and LG manufacturing the Pixel 2 and 2XL. But the Pixel 3, the 3A, uh, the upcoming 4A, and the Pixel 4, those were built by Foxconn. Okay, so really, when you think about it, it's them going out to a manufacturing plant to build the device. But the things that it has, the circuitry in the motherboard, the chipset that was used, the amount of RAM put in, the type of camera sensor put in, the design of the body, all those things, that was all decided by Google. HTC didn't have an input in that. LG didn't have an input in that. They just built it for them. Okay, so Pixel devices, five generations of it, is what Google has experience of building a smartphone versus a company like Apple who's been doing it for 23 years when it comes to their iPhone. Okay, they released their first iPhone in 2007. We're in 2020. Um, oh, no, it's not 23 years. Well, I just really over-exaggerated that. <laughs> uh, it is uh, 13 years. Sorry. 13 years of doing it. I gave them an extra 10. Look at me giving Apple like so much credit. Um, 13 years Apple's been doing it. That's crazy. They get a pass for every little mistake that they do. And Google makes the same mistake. And it's like, oh, shame on you on Google. And that's why I say like, even though my personal preference, my personal decision is a bit biased, I still like to approach tech in a non-biased way. You have to, if you're going to talk publicly to everybody out there listening and, you know, or watching, you have to be non-biased. You can't, even if you want to say so badly, like for me, I want to tell people so badly, like, hey, give Pixel a chance and just sit down and be quiet and nurse your juice because they can make it better next year. Like, I could say that all that I want on blue in the face and I'm being biased, but the truth to the fact is is that when they have shortcomings, like with the Pixel 4, they had shortcomings with the batteries. 
So it not being able to last. Like, yes, the Pixel 4 XL is always given good praise because it's got a bigger battery and the battery tends to hold up for what most consumers out there want or need. The Pixel 4 doesn't. And I've always, you know, concerned myself and, and, and said to myself, like, even though I, you know, I would be okay with the Pixel 4, I could make that work. But it's not okay for consumers. So, yes, I have to agree with consumers on that. The battery is a shortcoming on the Pixel 4. As much as I want to like the Pixel 4, it is a shortcoming. Like, I will not sweep things under the rug. But the one thing that I feel is that people are overly critical and overly judgmental on Google. And it needs, it just, it needs to stop. Because if you're going to call out Google with the Pixel devices and the Pixel Buds and the Pixel Stand and all these things that's Pixel-centric... If you're going to call them out for that, if you're going to bash them for that, if you're going to laugh at them for that, if you're going to point your finger at them, if you're going to look your nose down to them, then you need to do it to Apple. You need to do it to Samsung. You need to do it to LG. You need to do it to OnePlus because they don't build perfect phones. Every one of those manufacturers that I've, that I've mentioned have dropped a new flagship and those flagships have had some issues or something go wrong. They're not perfect. And those things are usually fixed over time with software. The same with the Pixels. Pixels come out, they have all kinds of bugs and problems people want to point out and bash them for. And then, and then when you look at it, these guys got to make six-month review videos, and they're saying nothing but good things about the Pixel 4 and 4XL. Why did they do that? Well, because Pixels get better over time. With every iteration of software updates, security patches, and things of the sort, they get better. The user experience gets better. I mean, I am literally using a Pixel 2 as my daily driver and my Pixel 2 is so freaking amazing and it's old sure it doesn't have the latest you know visuals to it, it doesn't have that 18 by 9 or 19 by 9 or 21 by 9 aspect ratio you know it it, it, it you know it has a 16 by 9 it has a 60 a 60 hertz refresh rate not a 90 not a 120 not a 144 or 140, a 60, you know, doesn't have, I don't think it's an AMOLED display, I believe it's an LCD panel, but it still goes, it still goes the distance, user experience wise, it's still solid, it's still fast, it's lickety split, I dig the Pixel 2, and that just goes to show that over time, Pixels get better, and so my thing to people when it comes to the pixels, when it comes to Google's hardware that people are so judgmental on, if you're not going to give it a pass, you cannot give the other companies a pass. Or otherwise, I'll say it, and I'm being blunt. If you're giving every other company out there like Samsung a pass, but you're going to crap all over the pixels, you're very hypocritical. You're hypocritical, and you need to be called out. Simple as that. I watched a video where somebody reviewed the Pixel Buds and some of the things that they had to say, they had good points about it. Yes, it doesn't have active noise cancellation and those types of things. But they went ahead and they hyped up the uh, AirPod Pros. They just went on about the AirPod Pros. They went ahead and they looked at the Pixel Buds case and said, oh, it's copying a certain company. No, it's not. Look at the, look at the AirPods case and then look at the Pixel Buds case. The Pixel Buds case, you know, it's, it's designed looks like an egg the shape is oval the airpods is more squarish 
But if you're talking about the fact that you open the lid and there's, you know, there's wireless earbuds inside there, then why not go after, why not go after the Galaxy Buds for that? Why not go after, you know, um, even the Skullcandy uh, Push? Those ones, the, the, the Push Bullet ones, like, I think that's what they're called. I forgot. But they're wireless earbuds. Like, every wireless earbuds technology has moved to look like the AirPods. Yes, Apple was kind of the first to do it. And then every other brand out there started making it. And mind you, they're so popular that there's like a massive amount of clones of AirPods. You got the TWS i9s, the i12s. There's so many different ones, right? So because Google made their own Pixel Buds, that's what reviewers are going to do is say, oh, yeah, I noticed they copy a certain company. Well, every other one copied a company, and I've seen their review videos on the Galaxy Buds. They didn't say that in that video. So, again, hypocritical. If you're not going to give Google a pass with its hardware, you cannot give other companies a pass for their shortcomings. So, anyways, guys, that is today's podcast episode let me know what you guys think you guys uh hit me back up or whatever leave me a little you know on anchor you guys can leave little voice messages i would love to hear your guys's thoughts and responses on that um thanks again for taking the time to listen to the daily podcast and yep so i'm out for the weekend i may or may not do another episode this weekend but if i do then you guys will know but definitely we'll see you guys back here on the show on monday thanks for taking a listen and as always aloha